0: So this morning, what are you expecting? What is it in your life that that you're believing for? We all have wants. You want a new car. You want a new house. You want this, a new husband, a new wife, a new something. You're always wanting something new. But in all reality, what is it you really want and you really desire? And I began to think about this. And and this morning in uh, Sunday school, I thought about it before as I was preparing the message. And then I'm going to go back to Acts chapter chapter 3. And if you have your Bible, go to Acts 3. Now Peter and John went up together in the temple at the ninth hour. At the hour of prayer, being the ninth hour. And a certain man, lame from his mother's womb, was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Now you all know that I'm not real good on beggars. Uh, I don't like people trying to put a guilt trip on me for me to do something for them. I don't like it. it. To me it's very distasteful. Whatever, it just didn't settle well with me. Was there ever a time uh, that I have begged? When I was a little boy for my mom's extra ice cream, maybe, you know, I'd take her ice cream beg her to beat my brother to eat it or whatever, maybe. But I was never a beggar, and I don't like begging. But this guy, his life had become a lifestyle of begging. And his family took care of him good enough to get him from where he lived to where they could set him at the temple. And when he was at the temple, he could sit and beg. And people would go by, and they would do what? Toss him coins. And, I've, man, you have no idea how often, how long last night I sat looking for YouTube videos on tin cups. And the only thing I can find is Kevin Costner playing golf, tin cup, and I didn't want that. I wanted to find a video of someone with a little tin cup and a blind person, if you were a crippled person with a little tin cup begging because in their mind, that's all they could conceive themselves doing. They, they didn't understand there was something more to them than their limitations with their legs. And, and sometimes we come to church with all these limitations that everybody else has placed on us. And so we just rattle a tin cup. I'll take what I can get. This is all I deserve. I'll just take a little tin cup and maybe somebody will give me something. And that's exactly what had happened in this gentleman's life his whole life. And instead of his family, I'm going to pick on him a little, instead of making him better, they enabled it. They took him to the same spot, the same place, packed his lunch, put him a Sprite in it, a bologna sandwich, a bag of chips, set him by the temple. I'm making that up. It's not real. It was probably some dried fish and some bread and a a little wine skin of goat milk that soured and became buttermilk, whatever. And so they would take this, and they would take him every day. and, And his life became routine. He had become a beggar. And he knew nothing any different because he never seen that he had anything else to offer. And it is amazing how many of us coming to church every week not expecting anything different. We're just like the beggar. We walk in with our tin cup and maybe God will deposit a little bit for us. Or maybe there will be a little truth if somebody speaks that can make me think a little better or think a little more wholesome or whatever it may be. And time goes on. And for years we shake our tin cup. But there was something different this day. Because while he was there doing the same thing he had always done, and maybe you're here doing the same thing you've always done, and you never really paid a lot of attention to spiritual things, but I can assure you this, you are every bit as spiritual as you, is, as you are carnal, or as you is carnal, however you want to say that. If you're from New York, you is. Or are you down south, you is carnal. So we all have a carnal side and we have a spiritual side. But the often thing that we neglect is often the spiritual. And so we have this gentleman who had been there his whole life, Begging with a tin cup, probably a ceramic cup. And he was laid at the temple, of the gate of the temple, which is called beautiful to ask alms of them that entered into the temple. Who seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, ask alms. And Peter fastened his eyes upon him with John said unto him, said, look unto us. Now let me tell you what just took place. There are divine moments that change people's lives. Billy uh, Ferguson was sharing his testimony this past week, and, and a lot of junk in his life, a lot of baggage, a lot of stupid things happening in his life. But there was a day when everything changed. His eyes met the eyes of the one who spoke truth to them. There were things that controlled him, and I don't, I don't think you'll care that I share this. But if you had lived the lifestyle he had lived from the time he was 12, And the anger and the junk that he had developed from other people instilling in him, not his parents, he thinks highly of his parents, but he allowed other external influences to get into his life, and he became corrupted. And he started coming to church, and we shared this in Threshold Sunday and Thursday night, instead of things getting better, and let let me share this with you. If you're on the verge of a spiritual breakthrough and something's changing in your life and you've started coming and you're anticipating and since you started coming, you've started embracing, everything's went south. It's got worse with this. It's got worse with that. Your, whatever, your health, your relationships, your money, whatever it is, often that's the way it happens before a breakthrough actually happens. And so Billy started coming to church. <clears throat> coming to church. And he started having nightmares. After nightmare, after nightmare, after nightmare, and he was miserable. And he knew it was a demonic thing. And he said, Man, something's got to change. And he talked to Zack. And Zach said, Let's go talk to Brother Dwight. So we came down and I never forget it. It wasn't there was literally there was no demonic voices come out of him. Nothing that came out of his ears. No horns shot out. A tail didn't shoot out the back. Nothing like that took place. This is not Hollywood. And so we were in my office and and I'll never forget Him and Zach were on that side. I was on this side. I went around, and we joined hands. We began to pray. And he said, man, that was amazing. I'm going to be honest with you. I didn't feel nothing. I didn't get a shock. I didn't get a goosebump. I didn't get a tinge. My hair didn't change. My hair fell out. But the thing is, nothing devastating happened to me. But he goes, man, it's gone. I feel completely different. I know that junk that has hindered me was gone. That was a pivotal moment in Billy's life because the door had been open so long and he was just like the man who was taken to church all those years or the temple and nothing ever changed. This day, Peter and John looked at him and Peter said, look at me, look at me. And he gave heed unto them, expecting to receive something from them. And, man, I highlighted that in my Bible a long time ago. I don't know if I've ever spoken on this before, but he expected something. Now, here's where you are. You may be the guy that's been begging with a tin cup for years, but you're still expecting something. You may not know what it is. You may not understand it all. It may kind of freak you out. You may be here this morning dude. think, no way I'm going back to that church. they a bunch of crazies. Yeah, probably a little bit we are, but but that's okay, too. You're crazy just in your own weird way. And, and so he came expecting something, and so did you. For whatever reason you're here this morning, you came expecting something. The difference was this. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have I give unto you, that in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and his ankle bones received strength. Stay with me for a minute. What in the world just happened to that dude? He didn't have any muscles in his legs. His bones weren't even formed right. His feet didn't even look right. There was nothing right about him, but when these guys spoke something to him and everything started popping, I honestly, I honestly believe this, that when they prayed, I think feet shot straight. I think bones and stuff started creating in his ankles. I think stuff started reconnecting. I think he's looking up and saying, what have you just done to me? I think something unbelievable happened, just like to some of you, something unbelievable happened here this morning. But the same God that anointed the disciples then is the same God who anoints us today. This man raised up, and it said that after he done that, he started doing moonwalk. He started doing this stuff. All accru- no, that's not true. He didn't really do that. But they, but what scripture says that was horrible, wasn't it? <laughs> but what it says he done is he got up and he began leaping and shouting where? In the temple. He didn't have to go out in the streets. And who all began to see this dude that they just walked by with the tin cup? They seen somebody receive something that only God could give. Now, I'm here this morning just to tell you this. If you don't ever start looking, you never start anticipating, you never prepare yourself to receive, it's impossible to do it. So as we've come into this service and we felt the presence of the Lord, and, 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 and I don't know all this, the dynamics that's taking place this morning, but I know this without preparing and without being ready to receive you'll never get to the place you need to with God it just can't there is something about fixating your eyes upon what he has instead of just what we have you read the rest of this passage i'm going to close with this and he was leaping verse 8 and he and he leaping up stood and walked and entered with them into the temple walking and leaping and praising God And when all the people saw him walking and praising God, so many of us in this room were no different than this guy. The problem is our our vessel of oil has been so full of everything else; it has been full of, of drugs or sin or anger or unforgiveness, and it's got all this junk in it. and and we keep a lid on it because we like our little life the way it is, and we like to live the way we want And We want to do what we want without any, without any accountability maybe. But what I'm going to ask you this morning, as they come up and lead us, we're going to close shortest message by this pastor ever. Um, I'm just going to ask you to take your lid off. Say, Lord, there's a lot of stuff in my life, and I've led a lot of stuff in it. But Lord, I need to get filled with the right things, and I need some things to flow in my life that are not detestable, things that are not compromised, things that are fulfilling. Because I can tell you, living a life of regrets is a horrible way to live. Living a life full of stuff that, that shouldn't be is not a good way to live. So as they come up, I'm going to ask you to, guys, just to start playing, Nick, whatever you can. Just start playing anything. Um, we're going to pray this morning what I'm going to ask you to do is I'm not guys I am not a I am not a big closer I, I can't finish the sale I'm not a big salesman I can't do a big song and dance and, and set the hook and drag you to the altar but what I can do is tell you the truth that if you open your heart this morning and say Father I don't understand all this went on here, and I don't understand what all you want to do in my life, but I know this. I got some stuff right now that's in my life that I know has no business being there. And the thing is, it's contaminating everything else. It contaminates my relationship with my family. It contaminates my future. It holds me back from what could happen. So, Father, I'm taking the lid off this morning. I'm going to raise my hands, and I'm going to ask you to begin to fill me with everything you have for me. I will be just as the blind man. I may come in this morning not anticipating this, but I want to leave differently. I want to leave this morning full of you and leaping and shouting and running because I know what your plan is. It's bigger than what I've seen. Your understanding is deeper than what I can comprehend because you are God. You did make me. Do I understand you yet? Nope, not really. Probably never will. But I know this. My faith can begin to elevate, so I'm going to ask everyone in here to stand